Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Horrors of Old Pelham. <clears throat> Today's episode is going to be called Love. It's going to be about love. But before we get into that, standard warning. The topics we're going to be discussing today on today's episode and any other episode in the past or in the future might be triggering for some, so just be warned that this is a, these are true stories, true feelings based on my past and based on my siblings' past. So these may be triggering, these may be upsetting, so I apologize for that, but that's the warning. Alright, today's topic, like I said, is called, is about love. In this case, the lack of love. I wasn't going to make episodes where I attacked my mother directly originally. I was going to talk more about John and what he put everyone through. About the violent acts he put us through. Because there's a lot to discuss there. There's times he shot us, well, mainly me. Times I had a gun broken over the ba- over my back. The time I, he used a whip on me. The time he built weird contraptions to harm either myself or some of my siblings, the time he kicked my sister so hard that she couldn't sit down at school for a week, uh, the time he used a baseball bat to hit across the back of her head with, there's all those things to talk about. But I wanted to talk about love because I don't know what that is to f- receive or feel love or loved by a parent. Specifically, my mother. And I'm sure people listening to this will realize that I have a lot of issues from my past, and I do, and I'm still working through them, and I'm, I'm aware of them, and I'm trying to work through them. But occasionally I still talk to my mom every now and then, and she'll say that she loves me. And I won't say it back. I just go, mm-hmm. And recently, I was thinking about it. And I figured I might as well talk about it. The reason why I don't say I love you to my mom, and I never will, is because when she says it, I don't believe her. Because what did she allow to happen to me and my siblings? We were beat, starved, nearly killed. I've been hit by... John has tried to run me over with his car. I've even been hit by his car before. And I told the police, I told my school, and my mother lied for him, covered it up. I don't know what happened. Dakota's making that all up. Fell down the stairs. Bullshit. <clears throat> oh, oh, he hurt himself by accident. He fell in the woods when running. You know, bullshit stories that don't matter, that don't line up, that don't make sense. And I've talked to a few people recently, not, not recently, the last couple of years, that my mother lied to and covered up for and they would tell me that they they knew she was lying but they couldn't do anything about it because there wasn't any hard evidence and that hurts um for many reasons that hurts but it's also slightly like gratifying knowing that they know I wasn't crazy they know I wasn't making it up but another example oh and I'm not going to use a fake name for this person I'm going to use his first real legal name. I'm not going to use his middle or last name, which I do know both. My mom, a few years ago, was dating a guy named Warren. He is a registered pedophile. And at the time, my mom still had... I still had some siblings, and my mom still had kids that were... uh, Five, eight, ten. 
I had an issue with him being around because, well, he's a registered pedophile. And our mom used to say, family first. But I wasn't allowed at my mom's house to visit, to stay there for the weekend. You know, like if it's Thanksgiving weekend, wasn't allowed there. Um, because he didn't like me. I thought family first. Shouldn't you tell him it doesn't matter that he doesn't like me? That I'm family and I'm welcome there? Especially on the holidays? No, 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 no. The pedophile, the pedophile is allowed to be at your house over your own son. And you expect me to believe you when you say you care about me? You let John beat me and beat my siblings for 15 to 17 years. And you expect me to believe you when you say you care about me? I'll believe you when you prove it. It's going to take a lot of work. You're going to have to undo 29 years of damage that is kind of entirely your fault. The police were there. You lied to cover up John. Child services were there. You lied to cover for John. The state police show up. You lied to cover for John. Because somehow, John was more important than your own children. Warren was somehow more important than your children. And you expect me to believe that you give a damn about anyone else but yourself? I don't think I ever will. I care about all my siblings. Every single last one of them. I'm there for them. I help them. You only help them when you have to, to make sure that the government thinks you're a good person. Huh. Weird. Why did you, why do you take, uh, why'd you take people to the doctors? Because a judge told you to. Why did you fight forever to get my siblings back from DCF custody? Because a judge told you to. Who do you care about the most? Either the ones that have unfortunately passed away, or my brother Tuna. But you're mad at him too. Because he wants to spend time with his wife. I'm sorry, Mom. That's called growing up. He grew up. He moved out of your house. He found a girl that he liked. He got married. That's part of growing up. That's part of life. Some people aren't always lucky to find someone who loves them and cares about them. But he was. And you expect him to drop everything. He and his wife make plans. You call. You expect it. My brother Tuna to be like, oh, sorry, wife. My mom's more important than you. That's not how it works. You're important. She's also important. But he's married to her, not to you. He, he's grown up. You have to accept that. You're in your 50s. It's time for you to be an adult. That's just how life works. But I don't expect you to know that. I don't expect you to understand that. You never have. You never will. Something breaks in the house. You expect Tuna to pay for it. Something goes wrong. You expect Tuna to fix it. 
unless it's computer stuff, in which case you expect me to fix it. But you're an adult. Maybe start acting like one? I know it's a foreign concept that maybe doesn't make the most sense to everybody, but you're an adult. You gave birth to ten children, and you have yet to be a parent to any of them. There's times where it seems like you're trying, but out of ten of us, you said you only cared about two of us. Out of ten of us, you said the only one that you really cared about, because he's your best friend, is Tuna. You've said that drunk and sober, and you expect me to believe that you love me. If you loved me, you would show it. I can't think of a time when you did show it, except to benefit yourself. Which bothers me. It hurts. I went to school, I got good grades, and you told me... You, got, uh, you told me the reason I got better grades than Tuna was because I went to an easy school. Alright, and explain this one. I'm in college right now to get my master's degree. You don't care. Tuna went to college and he dropped out. Left. Quit. Gave up. Because it was too hard. And you're more proud of him for trying and giving up than me for actually accomplishing a goal. Like, I'm proud of Tuna too, but for very different reasons. I'm proud that he tried. That's good. He realized it was too hard, he left. It sucks that it was too hard, it sucks that he left. But it's still good that he tried. You went to every single one of his games. You went to almost every single one of his practices. He got to go to People's to People's Ambassador Program, and he got to go to Australia. I got invited, and you said, nah, we already sent Tuna. You told me the only reason I got invited was because Tuna got invited, and after that, they invite his, you know, if someone gets invited, the their siblings would immediately get invited. Or maybe not immediately, but they'd also get invited. I appreciate knowing that you don't believe in any of your children outside of Tuna. You know why I don't think you care about me? Because every decision you have made based about me was either A, to benefit yourself to make your to hurt, help you in some way or B, to hurt me. Sure, you didn't throw the punch. Sure, you didn't shoot me. Sure, you didn't hit me with a truck. Sure, you didn't lock me in the basement. Sure, you're not the one that made the decision I wasn't allowed to eat. John made all those choices. But you let him. You didn't tell him no. You watched it happen. And you can say, I was scared of John. I was afraid of John. I was a kid. I can guarantee you that not every time, but a lot of the times, I was also scared of John. Maybe if the one person who was supposed to help me, maybe if the one person that was there that was supposed to protect me because it's their job, did the right thing, 
I wouldn't have to be scared of John. Maybe if when I called the police you didn't lie to benefit yourself because John paid for all the bills, I wouldn't have to be scared. Maybe I would actually believe you when you said you cared about me. Why should I care? Why should I believe you? I don't believe you. And I never will. I never will believe you because you don't give me a reason to believe you. You've given me every single reason that I can think of to say you're full of shit. John beats me to an inch of my life. I'm bleeding, I'm injured, I am... My vision is fading. Probably gonna get knocked out if he hits me again. And you sit on the couch and watch. You don't call the police. You don't tell them to stop. You watch. What kind of person watches their own child get beaten to near death? The answer is a horrible parent. A horrible, horrible parent. DCF, which is Child Services, were to ever ask me if my mother is capable of watching my siblings, I would tell them, no way in hell. Because you're not. You do more harm for me and all of my siblings than you have ever done good. I can name things that you did to help Tuna. That's it. I can tell you why what you're doing for certain siblings seem good but they're not I can tell you right now you're trying to you you fought for the last few months to get one of my younger siblings back from child services and you got you got him back good job but you even agree that he needs help he needs residential he needs some form of therapy, psychiatry, he needs help. And being, according to you, at home doesn't help him. He needs to be in a special care facility. Are you going to get him that? No, you're not. You already said you're not. You're going to do the bare minimum to make yourself look like you're trying. That way you can feel good about yourself. Because you are again, only interested in helping people or helping your own children when it makes you look like a good person. You don't give a flying rat's ass about any of your children, except for maybe Tuna. Maybe. And may maybe the very youngest one who's just turned 11. Maybe you care about him too, because according to you, Tuna and the very youngest one are the only two that were planned and the only two that you care about. Man, you really shouldn't drink when people are around, because you say some really fucked up things. A, we all know uh, Tuna is your best friend. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Knew it. Didn't, hear, didn't need to hear you say it. Already knew it. Already knew you, you thought Mr. Perfect was the best human being ever. Didn't need to hear you say it, because it hurts more knowing that I was right. Feels a little good knowing that I wasn't crazy. But 
and it hurts because I would have rather been wrong and rather seen that there was good in you. But there isn't. You pick and choose who you are going to try to be friends with. I, I don't know what I ever did to you to make you hate me. I don't know what you, I ever did to you to make you give up on me. I know what you did to make you give up on me. I know what you did to make you hate me. But other than what you did, there's nothing that I did to make you hate me. You said you don't like the way parts of me look because I remind you of my father. That's kind of hurtful because I know who my father is. You know who my father is. Not a good guy. That's fine. Don't like him. That's great. Don't have to like him. Just because he's a bad person means by default I'm a bad person? Good to know. I guess since I know who your parents are and how I know what they've done and I don't think they're a good person, I guess that by default makes you a bad person. Except, no, I let each person show me if they're a good person or a bad person. And sure, with people that are passed away, I have to go off of history, but if I meet a person, I give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove that I can't trust them or until they show that they are indeed not a good person. The first person a child is supposed to trust, or learns to trust, is their mother because that's who gives birth to them. So why did you do everything in your power to show me that I shouldn't trust you? I can't trust you. Why did you do everything you possibly could to break my spirit? Why did you do everything you could to hurt me? I can give you, if you would ask, I can give you 40 to 50,000 examples of when you did something to benefit you and to hurt me or to hurt one of my siblings. I can give you no examples when you did something to help one of either myself or one of my siblings out of the kindness of your heart. An example... Halloween, you would take us trick-or-treating because that's what other families do. That's what other families probably will always do until trick-or-treating is no longer a thing. But that won't be in my lifetime. That'll probably be hundreds of years down the line. But anyway, you took us trick-or-treating. Every single one of us said we were tired, exhausted, and ready to go home at about 11. You kept us out trick-or-treating until 3 or 4 in the morning. Because that's what other families did. And because a couple of my siblings, sometimes probably me at one point when I was younger, took the candy without asking and ate some of the candy without asking, you would take all of the candy and put it in your room. And then we had to ask if we wanted it, but we were always told no. And the only people who got to eat any of it were you. Weird. I went trick-or-treating and my mom ate my candy. Weird. My siblings went trick-or-treating and my mom ate their candy. Huh. Guess that benefits you. Or sometimes Tuna would get to eat the candy, but that's because he's your favorite. Of course he got to. Um, and now 
the youngest gets to eat the candy and you. But that's it. So why the hell are the rest of us there? Oh, I know. To get you more free candy. Because the key word for you is free. If it's free, you want it. Even if you have to lie and cheat and scam the rest of the world, you want it if it's free. Which makes you a bad person for that rather reason, too. Can I think of another example where you did something that was messed up and helping either yourself or Tuna and hurting the rest of us? Oh, you bet your sweet ass I fucking can. Here we go. So, Tuna would get a summer job where he would get paid to mow people's lawns or rake their yard. Except, he'd be too busy with sport activities, which meant to make sure to to make sure Tuna didn't get in trouble for not doing his job, you would tell me to go mow the lawn of someone else or rake their yard. And sometimes it would be me, me and the eldest sister of the, of the three that would go and do that activity. And then we would get paid because we did the job and not Tuna. They would hand us the money and then we would go home and you would take the money and say, well, it's it's Tuna's job, so it's his money. Except, he didn't do it, so why is it his money? If I make someone else go into my job because I call out and they have to cover my shift, I don't get paid, they get paid, because they did the job. Pretty sure that's how it works. If you do the job, you get paid, not if I cover your shift. You get paid. No, no, no. Whoever does the job is supposed to be the one that gets the money, but not according to you, because you only gave a shit about Duna. You didn't give a damn about the rest of us. You still don't give a damn about the rest of us. I told you, and I was being completely honest, and I will always be honest when I say th things that seem hurtful. The reason I don't say the L word back to my mother is because when you say it, because when she says it, I don't believe her. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to believe her. Because what kind of person, what kind of parent makes a decision based on what's beneficial for themselves and not beneficial for their child. Who fights so hard to look like the saint of saints for the general public, but in reality doesn't give a damn about their kids if they truly love them? Who does that? No one. The answer is no one. If you true, if if my mother truly gave a shit about myself or any of my siblings, she wouldn't care about the public opinion of the way she looks, the way she acts, or her goals or her objectives towards her children. She would do what is beneficial for her children because that is what is beneficial for her children, not because she is told 
that her kids need to do X, Y, and Z. She takes. She used to take us to get shots, which is good. But she didn't do it because she wanted to do it. She did it because she was told by a doctor or by child services or by the state that hey, if X, Y, and Z, if you want to, you know, be a good parent or be a good mother in her case, this is what you do. So again, it wasn't because she was trying to be a good parent. It was because she was trying to look like a good parent. She would sign us up for things without asking if we wanted to do it. Sometimes we did want to do it. Sometimes we didn't want to do it. And I get you want your children to maybe do Girl Scouts or maybe do Boy Scouts or go to camps during the summer when they're off from school. And that's beneficial for them. But if you force them to do everything, they're not going to learn. They're going to grow to resent you. You need to make sure they're on the same page with you and sit down and talk with them and go, hey, listen, we can either go to this camp, this camp, or this camp, maybe this camp too. Which one Which one do you, you think is good for you? Which, one do you? which one would you like? And get their input and then pick based on that. Not to be like, hey, I signed you up for camp. It starts next week. Good luck. Hold on a minute. What's happening? Sure, I wanted to go to camp. Oh, yeah, by the way, I never went to camp. <laughs> My siblings got to go to camp. I went to uh, I went to summer school, even though I was told I didn't need to go to summer school by my school. I was told I didn't need to go, but I, I still went because that's how my mom saved money. Didn't send me to summer camp because that cost money. Send me to summer school because that was free because it's just school. Someone else had to pay for it, not her. I didn't want to join. I wanted to join the Scouts when I was a kid. Uh, had an okay-ish time, but I didn't really want to do Boy Scouts. But I didn't get to say no. I was signed up for it anyway. And I was always forced to do things like that. My input, my siblings' inputs were never important. Never, ever taken into consideration, unless they were tuna. He wanted to do something done deal. He wanted something done deal. He didn't want to do something done deal. Which I'm not trying to compare myself or any of my siblings to tuna. It's just a good example because for whatever reason, my mom, and even when she dated John, John is also favorite child out of all ten of us is, and probably always will be, Tuna. But why? He did nothing, he did nothing that we didn't do. He didn't, like, I did better in school, but according to my mom, I went to an easy school. Some of my other siblings did sports. I did other activities outside of sports. But some of my other siblings did sports. But only Tuna sports were like, oh yeah, that's great. Even, like, so he did football. He was great at football. I did soccer, and I was great at soccer. I did other sports, but I was not good at them. Like, I, I did basketball. I was not great at basketball. Like, I probably averaged at, like, eight points a game. Probably. Probably five points a game sometimes. Some seasons, too. 
But that's beside the point. We were all good at things and terrible at things. Like, he wasn't great at everything he did. But for some reason, the only person my mom cared about and still cares about is Tuna. Everyone else is an act. And she acts hurt when things happen. Like, now this is unfortunate to say, but it's kind of the truth. It is the truth. One of my siblings died 15 years ago. You know how I know that? My mom reminds me. Almost weekly. Because she hasn't moved on from that. Not because she's sad. She was sad at the time. She's still, you know, she's not sad about it. Because if you bring it up when your other, when for me, sibling, for her son, passes away last year, and you bring, now I've lost two, people feel equally, equally guilty now. They feel more guilty now. Oh, man, it's really sad that you lost a kid. I'm, I really feel bad for you. Actually, I lost two. Oh, shit, now I feel even worse. You need anything? Let me know. I'm going to fix your house. I'm going to buy a thing. You need stuff. I'm going to go groceries. I'm going to get food for you. I'm going to do something. She didn't, she wasn't, she didn't use it because she was sad or because she felt bad. She used it to get free shit. And that pisses me off so bad. There are three things I hate in this world. Number one, liars. Number two, people who attack people I care about. Number three, people who attack my character. I know who I am. Don't tell me. But going back to the first one, I hate liars. And one of the biggest liars I can think of in the entire world, including the government, is my mom. My mom is a bigger liar than whatever the fuck the government says on a daily basis. And the government lies on a daily basis. Like, anytime I listen to my mom talk to a stranger or someone at the... Like, she goes to the store. If I'm at the store and I see her and she starts talking to somebody... 95% 95% of the shit she says to the customer, bullshit lie. Like, just straight up lie. After lie, after lie, after lie. And I always feel bad for the person, because that person either... That person believes, generally, every person she's ever spoken to believes all the shit my mom says. And I'm... Like, later on, I'll be talking to her, and I'm like, oh, yeah, your mom seems like a great person, because this and this. And I'm like, no, no, no. My mom's a good con artist. Not a good person. There's, there's a difference. My mom's really good at playing your best friend. If you don't know my mom, because, like, she's not your mom, and, or she's not related to you in any way, or whatever, then my mom will act like your best friend to your face. But whenever she gets the chance to help herself, she'll stab me in the back and slowly turn the blade. She, again, doesn't give a fuck about you. She doesn't give a fuck about her si- about her uh, children. She doesn't give a fuck about her siblings. I don't give a fuck about any part of her family. There is only one person on the face of this earth she cares about, and that is herself. I could go outside right now. I couldn't, but if I were to get shot today, end up in the hospital, and then, like, wake up in three days and call my mom and be like, hey, just want to, you know, I'm doing okay, but uh, I was shot a few days ago. I'm in the hospital right now recovering. She'd be like, so, let me do about it. Nothing. I don't want you to find the guy who shot me or the girl who shot me. I don't want you to hunt down the person who shot me. I'm just letting you know I'm okay. Oh, okay. I don't give a fuck. Thanks, Mom. And I know that because there's been times where I've called her and told her that I'm doing all right. I'm in the hospital. I'm doing all right. I've gotten the, does it look like I care? Should I care? Speech from her before. Um, An example, my brother Tuna told her that one day he's probably going to move out of state with, with, uh, with his wife. 
And she threw a hissy fit. No, oh, you shouldn't move out of state. What if I need you? Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I'll just move with you. And I was like, wait, Mom, I'm also planning to move out of state, move to a different state one of these days. And she again was just like, she literally said word for word. So, why should I give a fuck? It was the same day she threw a hissy fit about my brother leaving the state. And she sees nothing wrong with that. My brother Tuna does understand why that hurts a little bit. And people have said I shouldn't care about what my family thinks about me. And they're right. I shouldn't care about what my uh, family thinks. And part of me doesn't, and part of me does. And the reason why I say part of me doesn't is because I called up my mom to let her know I was going for a master's degree. And, and I knew already I was going to get a so, so what? When she said it, it didn't hurt. It, it bothered me in the, well, what was I expecting, right? Like, it bothered me not that she said it. It bothered me more in the sense of, like, why did I bother calling her? Why did I bother making that phone call? Like, I wasted five minutes of my life making that phone call, talking to her for a few minutes, and telling her. Should have just been like, whatever, I'll fucking tell her when I graduate. I wasn't expecting her to say, like, oh, good job, wow, proudy. was expecting those. But I was disappointed more with myself than with her because it was just like, oh, you know, fuck it. I'll tell you when I graduate. Don't worry about anything else. And I'll tell her when I graduate, not because I'm like, hey, not because I'm going to be like, hey, mom, graduated. This is what's happening. I'll tell her a couple years after I graduate. I'll get a good job, move, then I'll tell her. And I'll tell her, like, hey, just so you know, this the state I live in now, I have a good job. Just figured I'd let you know where I'm living so you know I'm not dead. Bye. Um, and that's it. Because I don't... She doesn't care. Why the fuck should I? And I know this episode has a lot more cussing than normal. But it, it just bothers me that someone could have... Okay, also the other reason... I'm going to get into this a little bit more. It just bothers me that someone could have so many kids and care about none of them. Maybe one. But not the others. And... I can tell you exactly why she had 10. Not because she cared about any of us. She cared about, maybe, like I said, maybe one. She cares about Tuna. That's probably about it. But then why did she have 10? She didn't care about me. She didn't care about my any of my other siblings outside of Tuna. There, there's nine. There were 10 of us in total, but only one of them she cared about, so nine she didn't. Because in the state that my mom currently resides in, if you have 10 children, you don't have to pay taxes. <gasps> like... That, that's the only reason she had 10 kids. Because if you have 10 kids, you don't have to pay taxes. So she did it for a loophole to benefit herself. Again, not because she's trying to help me. Not because she's trying to help her children. Not because she's trying to be there for anyone in particular. But straight up, just because she's trying... She's just trying to make herself look like a better mom, not because she actually is, not because she not because she's a good person she's just a good con artist that makes everyone think she's a good person but if you sit down and talk to her or sit down and like really get to know her, you'll be like oh there's some cracks in there <gasps> sorry also yawning another reason why uh, 
I can say she does stuff to benefit herself and no one else. She says certain things doesn't help anybody whenever help her, doesn't help anyone else ever, but those things that she throws around and says no one needs are things she also says that, like, I need. Or, like, or, like, uh, my siblings need, but they're, they're fake, they don't help. Like, she was told to go to get therapy because she's lost two kids. She goes and lies her way through it. How do I know she lies her way through it? Because she said she lies her way through it. And, but I know I need therapy. I know a lot of people need therapy, and I know therapy can help. I'm going to wrap this episode up here. And I know this was more me venting and not me giving stories or examples, but I promise I will have a bonus episode out very soon called Not the Bees. Not the Bees is just going to be a funny episode. Uh, it's about my mom doing something really stupid involving bees. And it's it's actually it was it's pretty funny. It's it's it was pretty funny. It's also really stupid because it's like you have to be extra stupid to let what happened happen. So that'll be coming soon. Uh, probably in a couple of days, I'll be releasing the episode, the bonus episode called The Bees. And then we're going to have another episode after that called Control, which will be a full-length episode. Like, full-length like one of these. And I'm looking forward to seeing... I'm looking forward to seeing other people react to these. I'm looking forward to seeing the interaction I get with these because I have I've gotten a few comments back from people about these these uh, pod these episodes and some of them most of them have actually been pretty positive and I, I appreciate them and I appreciate people listening to this so thank you so much for listening again sorry that these are all pretty much depressing episodes but I promise the next one like I said will be more more on the funny side of things it's really stupid but it, it's more on the funny side of things and in fact it just happened a couple of weeks ago so it's a rel- it's a very recent story so looking forward to getting that out there uh season one is about halfway done at this point but looking forward to i'm looking forward to seeing having you guys see what's coming with season two season two is going to be an improvement but i'm saving those stuff for season two because i'm still getting all the stuff together for that but again thank you guys for listening thank you guys so much um see you guys in the future and i appreciate you guys being here thanks for listening until next time have a good one guys bye bye